Chair Clayton, thanks so much for the time this morning. Yeah, hey, Chris. Hey, John. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Good great, morning. Great to be with you. Uh, as we mentioned, President Biden will speak in Raleigh today. What can we expect to hear from the president this afternoon? You know, President Biden is here talking about the accomplishments of the Biden-Harris administration when it comes to investments in North Carolina. I'm from Person County. That's where I'm coming to y'all live from today. So not necessarily in Raleigh or right in uh, a downtown or whatnot, but about an hour uh, north, I like to say. And one of the things that we've seen this year across rural North Carolina is significant investment from the bipartisan infrastructure bill into communities that look just like where I'm from. And also looking at places like Raleigh um, and, you know, outside municipalities that also got tons and tons of funding this year for really transformational projects for our communities. What do you say to those, uh, Anderson, who have been critical of President Biden's economic policies? I mean, I say that right now North Carolina is a right-to-work state, which means that we are a very anti-union state. And President Biden is trying to institute an economy that is a unionized economy. And right now in North Carolina, when you have a Republican state legislature that's restricted the ability, you know, North Carolina is 52 in the entire state for workers' rights. And people need to understand that right now, when your state legislature doesn't work for workers, you know, your federal economy, when we're trying to bring in a, a different form of an economy that actually works for people on the ground, and you've got a restriction at our state level, that's really what I tell people when I'm saying, like, when, when folks look at me and they say, Anderson, Bidenomics isn't working for me right now. And I'm like, well, your state legislature has a lot to do with that. And folks in November this year need to know that, too. How important is this visit for the president uh, to come to North Carolina as we look ahead to the 2024 general election? It's extremely important, and I think it shows how important North Carolina is going to be this year for the president and for the vice president. You know, President Biden is coming within a week visit of the vice president, Kamala Harris, coming to Charlotte, right, uh, to talk about a historic investments in, in education, because we know that right now public education needs support better than what they're getting, especially when you're looking at the crumbling infrastructure of our schools in North Carolina right now. And Kamala Harris is just in Charlotte to announce uh, more funding for mental health counselors within all of our public schools throughout North Carolina. John? Yeah, now, many people have been critical of the president's age. Should that be a factor in this or any race? You know, I think people, and I, I say this as the youngest state party chair in the country, right? I, I just turned 26 a couple days ago, and folks ask me, they go, Anderson, why are you excited to get out there and vote for Joe Biden? And I'm like, because Joe Biden is investing in people that look like me. I told y'all earlier, I'm from a rural part of the state. And what I tell people, North Carolina has the second highest rural population besides any state in the country other than Texas. And people don't realize that because of our historic, you know, our economic history and manufacturing and agriculture, right, is what leads us to have these very dense rural populations that for a while people have just forgotten about in this state. And I think that an administration, a federal administration that's looking at these communities and saying, hey, Y'all deserve to have a future. You don't just have to die out 50 years from now. And we're looking at investments in your water systems and trying to make it so that, you know, if you want to invest in small businesses, if you want to invest in revitalizing a rural economy, you can do that because people in these places don't just have to accept what they're getting right now. Visiting I think that's a great economic message for people in every part of the state. 
Visiting with Anderson Clayton, chair of the North Carolina Democratic Party. I, I want to turn things a, a little closer to home now, Anderson, if we can. I want to ask about the governorship race that's in full swing, primaries uh, coming up in March. Currently, the Attorney General, Josh Stein, running for the governor, along with Michael Morgan, Gary Fox, Cheryl Booker, Marcus Williams, all running to be the party's nominee. Can you speak to that race and what your party is looking ahead toward as we get to- closer toward March? Yes, sir. Parties, uh, obviously, me being a party chair, I don't get involved in the primaries, but I am very excited. We don't endorse in the primaries, of course, but I am very excited for whoever is going to come out of that race to be our gubernatorial candidate because I know they're going to beat the heck out of Mark Robinson, uh, who is looking at being the Republican nominee for the gubernatorial office this year. And we know that Mark Robinson does not represent North Carolina in any way, shape or form, especially when it comes to the direction he wants to take our state in. Let you go with this thought. There are newly redrawn congressional districts that will take effect this election cycle. Many have said, Anderson, those districts are gerrymandered to favor Republicans. Uh, What's your thoughts on these districts and how they're going to impact your party at the polls this coming year? You know, Republicans are having to draw their own districts to win elections. And I think that's important for everybody in North Carolina to know. Racially and partisan gerrymandered lines are what you're voting on this year because our state legislature and our and our North Carolina State Supreme Court decided this year that that was legal. Politicians are getting to pick their voters right now rather than voters picking their politicians. And that's something that everyone needs to know about what's going on that's corrupt in Raleigh at this moment in time, in my opinion, from our Republican legislature. But it's not going to stop the Democratic Party from pushing back. We were able to contest 168 out of 170 state house and Senate seats this year, even under maps and lines where people in some of these districts, they know, like Kate Compton Barr, who's running right now for state Senate, who says, I'm running because people need to have somebody to vote for, even though I know I'm going to lose this race based on these lines. But we need somebody everywhere. And Democrats know that this year. We're not ready just to give up on North Carolina. And that's something that I know that Republicans wish I would do, but we ain't. A Democratic Party Chair Anderson, Clayton Anderson, thank you so much for the time this morning. I'd love to have you back as we get deeper into the election cycle. Absolutely. Thanks, Christian John, for your time.